12 days of Christmas has begun. The countdown has started. And on today's podcast, I want to talk about a couple Christmas stories and some recipes and a game that you can play with your family when you have a Christmas party. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, I'd greatly appreciate that. You can go to patreon.com slash the little bit podcast. You could donate $2 a month, $5 a month, whatever you want. Every little bit helps. There are goals there that I'll be setting. So when I reach $100 a month, I want to take the show on the road. When I reach $1,000 a month, I want to start putting out the video with the audio and have a, a YouTube page for all my podcasts as well. So yeah, go over to Patreon if you'd like to donate. Hey everybody, how are you doing? Thanks for listening to the Little Bit Podcast. I had a great response to last week's episode about gift giving. I think I hit the nail on the head with what not to buy children, which was anything with glitter, makeup or glue or slime. Uh, my sister was like, thank you for saying that. But yeah, uh, Christmas is coming up. I'm not ready. I've bought zero presents. I am that person. Normally I'm on point. I've got my gifts. You know, <laughs> I'm ready to go. I don't have anything. And also, too, is it just me or are we not doing gifts more and more as the years are going on? I don't know. Is it just me? I feel like I'm not buying gifts that much at all. Our family is saying, no gifts, no gifts. Um, maybe just buy for the kids under 18. Do you guys do that? I think it's actually pretty genius. I don't need anything. And honestly, I feel bad if somebody gets me something and I don't like it. Don't get me wrong, I love presents and I love opening things and getting surprised. I think it's super fun, but I don't know, just it's, it's okay. I like saving money too, you know what I mean? So what are some things we can do this holiday that aren't going to cost a lot of money? Something you can do. Well, last week was my husband's birthday and at the same time, I invited some of his good friends over for dinner. But I also turned it into a holiday party. And it was simple. I just made a couple dishes that were holiday themed. Uh, I'm going to share those with you. They were delicious and fabulous and easy to make. And a couple really fun games that you can play. So some people hate games. But I don't know. I think at the end of the day, if you throw a game out there, people are going to play it. I mean, it, you know. I have a grandpa who definitely would never play a game. He'd rather sit there and sleep or watch a t or watch football or something or TV. But I have a couple games that I want to tell you guys about too that are super fun. Well, first, let me just tell you a little story that hopefully will make you happy. <laughs> make you sad and then make you happy. <laughs> so, I don't like Christmas. Isn't that sad? I don't really like it, but my heart is warming up to it. So I really don't remember having many good experiences on Christmas just because I was shuffled around so much. Um, my parents were separated, so I feel like I had to go to this house, to this house, to this house, to this house every single year, and I never really got to open my presents and play with my presents and stay home and have a nice day at home. Very rarely did that happen. I don't actually, I don't think it's ever happened <laughs> until I was probably like 16. 
But recently, I have had some of the most wonderful experiences happen to me around the holidays, um, you know, just literally in the last two years. So two years ago, um, I had a friend of mine who, you know, just I hadn't heard from in a long time. And we would touch base here and there and, and just, you know, keep tabs. And we knew that the friendship was strong. It was there. We just didn't see each other that much. Well, I get a knock at the door. It's my friend. I am so thrilled. I can't believe it. And in her hands is this little present. And I open it up and it was just this little corgi pair of socks. And it was simple and small and nice. But the fact that she knew that I liked corgis and I hadn't seen her in so long. And it was just something simple and small and sweet. It just made me feel so happy. And I was at that moment, in that moment, I was so grateful for her. I was so grateful that, you know, she took the time out to come down and reach out to me and have a small gesture. Um, even though she didn't have to do that. I mean, that was really awesome. Then last Christmas, I felt a little bit better still about it and about enjoying the holiday. So I woke up in the morning. I had decorated the house. I really kind of went for it. I had a wonderful friend of mine give me a box of decorations. She had gone through all her decorations. She, This woman has mountains of decorations. And she had gone through everything and she had a big Tupperware bin. And she said, do you want any of this stuff? And literally, you guys, I had a tree. And all of the decor, all of the ornaments, uh, rather, that Chris's mom sent to me and from his childhood. And that was about it. And I think two other ornaments. So that was it. And um, I was like, yes. So from those decorations, uh, I had my house looking super cute. Another friend had given me some candles. I mean, I'm all about the hand-me-downs. I don't care if it's decorations, candles, tea towels, throw pillows, blankets. Girl, I'll take it. If it's Christmas-themed, I don't want to spend a bunch of money, so I'll take some cute stuff. So I woke up in the morning. I had a little bit of breakfast cooked. Me and my husband, we got up. We, I put on the music. We turned on the fireplace. We started opening presents and I kind of just really stopped in that moment to like say, oh, this is, this is what I've always wanted to do. This is so sweet and I'm doing something new that's just ours. And even though we've been married for five years, this was probably the first Christmas that we weren't with someone else, um, celebrating with someone else's family. This was our real first Christmas together, doing it without any plans of going anywhere else. And then I look over and Chris is laying on his back, sound asleep between the couch and the bar cart. And I thought, this is awesome. He's so comfortable. He's so happy. I I love this moment right now. And I took a picture of it and I was actually scrolling through my phone yesterday. Um, and I found that picture and I thought, oh my gosh, yes, I love this. This makes me so happy. So I'm actually going to put this picture up on the blog. So if you want to see Chris sleeping, 
don't tell him that I'm going to do this. But uh, yeah, I'll put it up on the blog. It's pretty cute. That's what it's all about now for me. It's just having moments that bring me joy and remembering those, trying to capture them in some way, whether it's just in my mind, in my heart, or with a photograph. And then I'm going to make sure I reach out to someone and physically go see them, give them an actual phone call, because Lord knows we don't do that enough, and just make that effort to reach out to that friend and tell them that I love them and I care about them. Okay, so I want to talk about some recipes. Now, normally I try to eat super healthy in this household with a personal trainer and a nutritionist living under the roof. You better believe we don't even have, we have zero pasta in this house. We don't own a toaster. I mean, I had to beg for bread and it's keto bread and it's always in the freezer. And then I have to make toast in a skillet with like butter. <laughs> that's how, that's how much we try to eat healthy. So carbs are like low here in the house. But during the holidays, I put my foot down and I'm like, listen here, I'm going to make the creamiest, most delicious casseroles, sweet cookies and pies and yummy things. And you're going to eat it. <laughs> it usually does. So I want to share for you really quickly and I'll put the recipes up on the blog and you can, if you want to try them out, go for it. Also, I think your family will be extremely impressed if you're not a good cook because they're very easy to do. So number one, and my grandma wouldn't care about this, is my grandma's sweet potato pie casserole. So it's literally a casserole, but it's so sweet and amazing. It's like eating a pie. So I'm going to tell you how to make it. So um, you can make a single batch or a double batch. I'm going to give you the recipe for a single batch. And that's usually in a nine by nine baking dish. So you want to get two cans of candied yams. And I usually get the one at the grocery store in like the pink can. It's like a big pink paper wrapped can. Can't remember the name of it right now. I will put that in on the website when I figure it out. So you get two of those, crack an egg in there, whisk it around, okay? Don't add um, any more eggs because it'll get too thick. So just one egg for two cans. You're going to want to add a teaspoon of cinnamon. If you love cinnamon, do two teaspoons. You're going to want to add a half of a cup of brown sugar. And make sure it's fresh brown sugar. Don't use the hard clumpy stuff that's been in your cabinet for the last 10 years. Go get you a new pack of brown sugar and put a half a cup in there. Mix it all around. Another thing you can do is, um, some people do this and it's, it's actually pretty delicious. Melt half a stick of butter in the microwave and then put the brown sugar in that so it's, it turns into a liquid. And then it dissolves a lot easier into the sweet potatoes. That's a nice little trick. A pinch of salt and um, set that aside. Now you're going to make a crumbly kind of top mixture. So what I want you to do is get a whole long stack of Ritz crackers, the whole thing. You can bust them up inside the packaging or you can put them in a bowl and smash them up. Smash them up pretty good. Then I want you to get uh, cinnamon back out and do a couple dashes of cinnamon in there. 
crumble a little brown sugar in there, mix it all around, and then take your sweet potato mixture, put it into your nine by nine baking dish, spread and press it down, spread it out. Then get the cracker mixture, crumble that all on top, spread it on, spread it out. Then get the other half of that stick of butter. You can use salted or unsalted, it doesn't matter because the crackers give it a nice little bit of salt anyway. And then I want you to take it and cut it up into little pieces and, and kind of spread little dabs of butter all over the top of this. All right. Then bake it at 350 degrees for 30 minutes. Take that out. Let it chill for a second before you serve it because it will be hot. And I'm talking about like burn your mouth hot. So give it a second. And then serve that with the rest of your, with the whole dinner. So don't serve it as a dessert. Serve it as a part of the course all the courses because it is delicious and it kind of cuts all of the decadent kind of salty foods like ham or turkey or gravy. It kind of cuts into that and it's really nice, especially for people that don't enjoy cranberry sauce per se, because cranberry sauce is a nice little sweet and tart thing to add to your, to your meal. This is a nice thing for people to have and it's delicious and it's easy and you will get requests to make it again. My second, <laughs> my second recipe is a casserole. You can make it with meat or without meat. You can make it the day before or the day of or the day after with leftover turkey meat if you want to. There's a couple of different ways you can do it. So this is a creamy, decadent, yummy, simple casserole. Okay, here's your ingredient list. Go to the store. 16 ounces of sour cream. One can, regular size soup can of either cream of chicken, cream of mushroom, or cream of celery soup. Take your pick. It doesn't matter. One small white onion. One can of corn. One can of French style green beans. And I always buy the no salt added because let's be real, we are consuming so much salt during the holidays. So I buy no salt. And uh, make sure you have another sleeve of Ritz crackers and a big long sleeve, not one of those short stacks. All right. First, you want to take your sour cream and your soup mixture, mix them all around in a bowl. I like to crack an egg in there again to kind of thicken this whole thing together. Chop up the onion, super, super tiny little, not minced, but super tiny pieces. Throw that in there. If you don't like a ton of onion, put like half the onion in, or if it's a, a super large onion, just do half the onion. Then drain your two cans of vegetables and dump those in there. One can of corn, one can of green beans. Mix it all around and spread it into the bottom of a baking dish. Um, as long as the mixture is about an inch and a half to two inches thick in the baking dish, it's a great size baking dish. Play around, but don't put it in anything bigger than like a nine by 13. It'll be super thin. Also, you want to get that sleeve of Ritz crackers once again and crumble it all on top. Get some butter, put some dabs of butter on top. Don't go, don't talk too, too crazy, but you, you know, when you put about 10 dabs on top, bake that at 375 for 30 minutes or until it's nice and bubbly. And I'm telling you right now, this is one of the most requested casseroles I get asked to make every single year. doesn't matter where I make it, who I make it for. They're like, what is this? This is so good. And if you want to make it the day after, it makes for an excellent leftover turkey 
casserole because you can put little chunks of turkey in that and it's delicious. So those two casseroles I highly recommend. The last recipe I will share is for what I call Christmas guacamole. There's no avocados in it though. It is one 16 ounce container of whipped cream cheese. And I want you to spread that into the bottom of an eight by eight or a nine by nine baking dish. Then in a bowl, I want you to take one package of fresh cranberries, chopped, extremely tiny, or you can put them pulverized into a Nutribullet or something like that. Don't blend them because you don't want it to be slushy, but nice food processed, fresh cranberries. One tablespoon of lemon juice, one cup of white sugar, two jalapenos chopped up super tiny. Again, I, I think these should be minced, like super tiny, and put the whole thing in. If you are not into spicy, take the seeds out, but I like the spice. It's a really nice little touch. And three green onions, four green onions, something like that, uh, chopped. Okay, super tiny pieces again. Now put mix that all up in the bowl, put it in the refrigerator for, I don't know, about an hour. Then take it out and drain it in a colander with super tiny holes or line your colander with a paper towel or a cheesecloth so that it doesn't go through the holes. And then spread that on top of the cream cheese. It can sit in there overnight. You can make it the day of. Uh, serve with Ritz crackers. Yes, of course. And I'm telling you right now, this was a huge hit this year, and I've got more requests to make it later next week uh, at another holiday party. Okay, so what about a game? You don't want to play a card game. Maybe not everybody's into a drinking game. Here's a really quick, fun game that you can play. So get a little Christmas tray, maybe a little uh, holiday oval tray that you can put cookies on, something that is easily disposable, something you can buy at the grocery store that's just for the holidays you can pitch when you're done using it. Go around your house and pick out um, 20 teeny tiny items. So I'm talking a thimble, a single match, a Q-tip, a Band-Aid, maybe a hot roller, a magnet, whatever it means. It doesn't matter, a little tooth flosser, a nail, a screw, a drywall anchor, whatever you want to pick, 20 little things, hot glue them to the tray and then give everybody a piece of paper and a pencil, put it down in front of, in, in front of everybody, give them five minutes to memorize as many items as they can that are on that tray. Then take it away, collect the scores and the person that gets the most right gets a gift and you can pick out, again, any fun gift that you want. These are always the best games. If there's a gift involved and you're going to win something, this is a super fun game to play. It's also really good tip for the kids and for the teenagers. You can make a smaller version for them. It's really fun. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I really hope you try these recipes. The 12 Days of Christmas Countdown has already started, so get ready and have a great weekend. I'll be back next week with a new episode. The Little Bit Podcast is recorded and produced by me, Joni Sprague, in Orange County, California.